Good day, friends. We are a couple of annoyed grunt boys, and this is the 138th Simpsons Podcast. My kind of town, Chicago is one town that'll never ever let you down. It's my kind of town. That's right. We are the number one podcast probably, that looks at the show, The Simpsons, from seasons 11 and beyond. Wait, wait, Why? We're really the number one podcast? Sorry to interrupt. I said probably. Like, number one to whom? Uh, in my heart. I'll let you continue your intro, sorry. Alrighty. Well, we watched the show, The Simpsons, so you don't have to, but you should, because it'll help our show make more sense. But we study the show from season 11 and beyond to find the good, talk about the bad, and think about the ugly. And is it really that ugly? Really in the eye of the beholder. I am half an annoyed grunt boy, Steve. And with me, as always, is... Well, you already heard me, but it's Craig. Hi, Craig. It's been a while since we've done the pod. It has been a while. Uh, I mean, our listeners may not realize it, but... Almost a month? It's been about three weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I think listeners figured we weren't recording within those time periods. Right. Who records during Christmas break? No one. It was weird. I was listening, or when I was editing the podcast, I forget, it might have been The Great Fatsby Part 1, or maybe The Grift of the Magi, but when we were joking about seeing Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, we were making that intro, yeah, like three weeks before that movie came out, and <laughs> I should have put a spoiler tag on it, because it was only a week after that movie came out that I did say some things that were actually in the movie that I did predict, because if you haven't seen that movie, it is it is a very predictable movie, like... <laughs> Everything, like the beats, like, I bet this is going to happen. <laughs> and it did. So there's like three things in there that I don't really see myself as a seer, you know, but right because the movie was maybe you pretty, do have a gift, a gift of magi. Mm. But yeah, it was a very predictable movie. Steve, where do I put it on my list of Star Wars movies? Do you want to know? You really want to know. Well, that's, what, that's what I was going to ask, actually. Yeah. Okay. Out of the... Uh, how many movies are there? There's uh, 11 theatrical releases, right? Should I throw in the Jesus, Ewok yeah. movies there? I mean, like, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna list my top, you better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'll just say theatrical releases. Okay. Um, and I won't count the best Star Wars property that Disney has put out, which is Mandalorian. I would put it uh, Rise of Skywalker be out of 11. It'd be ninth okay uh 10 would be phantom menace and then 11 would be attack of the clones there you go fair enough is it weird that i like turn of the jedi the most not really because i think as a kid that was my favorite i I just like speeder bikes they're in the forest ewok it's fun yeah the ewoks were the original baby yodas right i say so yeah uh yeah no jedi is pretty fun i mean same story with Death Star and blah, blah, blah. But it, it yeah. is a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy the uh, Jabba the Hutt scene in the beginning. Alrighty. Well, that should be enough of Star Wars talk for this Simpsons yeah, podcast. Yeah, but you didn't know what my number one um, Star Wars movie is. Oh, that's right. I say Star Wars is the number one just because it was the first, right? I think number two would... It started it all. I think number two would be Empire Strikes Back. I think number uh-huh. three would be Return of the Jedi. <laughs> okay. But then I think four would be... Number four? Would be Star Wars again because it's episode four. Oh, that makes sense. And number... Five would be... Empire Strikes Back. Sure. Six would be Return of the Jedi. Okay. And you know what? Seven would be, Steve. I was going to say, it's that movie with uh, Kevin Spacey and Brad Pitt. Oh, what's in the box? All right. I guess that is enough of our uh, Star Wars banter. Was there other things like we predicted? Uh, 
Cats wasn't number one in the box office. No, President Pence is not a thing yet. <laughs> I mean, he might be, but for something else that might not a political not podcast. A... Please don't kill us. Yeah. Uh, we have no beef in this, Iran. Please don't uh, cyber terrorize us. Yeah, we love our listener in Iran. Yeah, yeah, all over the world. We're a podcast of love, not of hate. Except for, yes. uh, I guess, the Great Fatsby parts one and two. We did hate that. Yeah. Was that a our original hate episode was Scorpion's Tale. I don't think we brought this up, but where do you put Scorpion's yeah. Tale versus The Great Fatsby? Ooh, they're really two different beasts. Um, yeah, cuz one's a scorpion. That's true. The other one's a Fatsby. I feel like just the time commitment of The Great Fatsby so different from a Simpsons episode. Ah, but Scorpion Tale really sucked. But it's not as long as Great Fatsby. This is true. This is a conundrum. But do you know what the great thing about, I would say, the uh, Scorpion episode is? Hmm. Yes. (laughs) The Rocky Like a Hurricane, which we haven't dropped in a while. But it's so good. It really uh, rocks me like a hurricane. Yeah. Anyways, I I think I'd rather watch Scorpion's Tale again. You're probably right. Over Great Fatsby. That was a rough one. All right. Well, anything else you want to bring up, Steve, in this new year? I've got a new podcast coming forth in the near future. It's called Let's Eat with my wife, Laura. Look for it wherever you get your podcasts. More info coming soon. Well, I can't wait to be a guest on that podcast. Huh? Sure. No, yeah. You can definitely be a guest. Once you guys run out of uh, ideas, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, let's just get on with this, uh, see how we uh, do this podcast. I forget. Uh, Should we talk about the year in review of, what, 2007? 2007. September 23rd? Yes, that was almost, well, that was 13 years ago. Crazy how time moves forward. Well, Steve, I'll let you know that the number one movie for that weekend was Resident Evil Extinction. Uh, I've never seen any of those Resident Evil movies. Are they still making them? Probably. Oh, well, no, I think Mila Jovovich probably gave up on them. I think she was in them. Yeah, because who's the, I I was thinking Kate Beckinsale, but she was those underground movies or underworld, right? Underworld, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I figure it's the same thing. Yeah, I've never seen those. Uh, I know the video games are spooky. (laughs) I've only ever played one of the Resident Evils, and I think it was the very first one on PlayStation back in high school. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds about right. It was pretty spooky. I just remember, like, dog. Dogs biting me. So that Alrighty. was our number one movie. Well, speaking of music, the number one song was Crank That by Soldier Boy. Steve, what's that song about? Cranking it? Maybe he's an organ grinder with a little monkey, and so he's cranking the music box so his monkey can dance. Do you think he served in the military since he's soldier boy? I would assume. I mean, you wouldn't want any stolen valor. Of course not. Is he eligible to go over and fight in the war in Iran right now? Um, probably. Right. At least... Might be too old at this point, but... Hey, Steve, we're not ages 19 to 26, so we're good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> we'll see what happens, guys. We're recording this on January 4th, 2020. Uh, by the time this podcast drops on Thursday, who knows what kind of mess this world will be in. You you can't guess it. You just can't predict you it. You really can't. Uh, <laughs> let's just, speaking of Soldier Boy, let's soldier on with this week's episode. Steve, give us a little rundown. Today we're talking about episode one of the 19th season, He Loves to Fly and He Does. It is the first season after the movie, or the first episode after the movie, rather. And um, in it, Homer gets to fly in Mr. Burns' private jet 
and he likes it so much that he plans to never fly a commercial again. He tries to find a job that involves flying a corporate jet and hires a life coach named Colby Krauss to assist him with his goal. That sounds fun, Steve. Let's take a break and talk about it. Alrighty. We'll be right back. And I be looking at my neck, saying it's the And we're back. Today we're talking about He Loves to Fly and He Does, the first episode of the 19th season. It originally aired on September 23rd, 2007. It is episode 401 in the show's run. Your nerd code is JABF20. It was written by Joel H. Cohen, directed by Mark Kirkland, and the showrunner was probably Al Jean. So Joel Hellenberg Cohen, born 1972, is a Canadian writer. He wrote for SNL, Suddenly Susan, and The Simpsons. Uh, he's also the younger brother of one-time Simpsons writer. One Robert, time. Robert Cohen. Oh. And uh, season three episode, Flaming Moe's. Oh, that's a classic. It is. He received a Bachelor of Science degree in 1988 from the University of Alberta. Uh, and like hmm. I said, he was born in Calgary. Actually, I didn't say it. I just did say it right now. In addition to his work on The Simpsons, he is also the author of the best-selling book, How to Lose a Marathon. The book is a retelling of Joel's training for and running the New York Marathon. It was huh. released April 4th, 2017, and you can get the audiobook on Audible. Just sign up. Go to audible.com slash 138simpsons for your <laughs> first month free trial. Interesting. I didn't know that they were a sponsor. They are not, so don't even try. But I'm just saying he's written a bunch of episodes. Uh, the first one was in 2001 in the Treehouse of Horror episode. He wrote Hex in the City. But the first episode he is credited in is Brawl in the Family in 2002. The last one is The Girl on the Bus in 2019. So that's a season 31 episode. Oh, okay. So he's still writing. He's got Let a me lot. ask you, is he the same Joel Cohen that wrote Garfield? No, it's not. I looked that up. It's not. Okay. Not the one so that's there's... confused by Bill Murray <laughs> was confused because he thought it was Joel and Ethan Cohen that wrote Garfield. That's why he agreed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so there are three Joel Cohens. Yeah. And then there's an Ethan Cohen. And then there's another Simpsons writer, Eaton Cohen. E-T-A-N. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of Cohens in the in the Simpsons first. Mm -hmm. Even though he's had a, a lot of episodes, this is the first one that we have reviewed of his episodes. I'm looking through the list here and we haven't reviewed yet. There's just <laughs> a lot he's he's written for. So. Yeah, very prolific. Very, very. And still, still writing, so good on him. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned before the break, this is the uh, first episode to air after the Simpsons movie, um, which is a very big summer. I remember seeing it in the theater. And so the opening credits uh, reflect as such our chalkboard gag is I will not wait 20 years to make another movie. And I think, when is the movie slated to come out? Like 2022? Are they actually working on or number two? I think so. I think we may have mentioned that at some point. Yeah. Like there's rumors going around. So it's it's been 10 years since this the first movie. So they got, you know, 10 years to, they got another decade to, to figure out yeah. what they're doing. And and I said, that I think it's going to be a Disney plus thing, but I don't know. Oh yeah. That's, that would make sense. It, it made money in the theater. So I think they can still release it theatrically. I'll, I'll go see it theatrically. So yeah, we could do a special on it. Uh, we're going to be podcast still. <laughs> <laughs> might not even be a country still. No, we might not uh, even have a world, right? <laughs> Ugh, uh, not a political podcast. Um, so our opening credits, though, it's kind of cool because it's the opening credits, but in the aftermath of the movie. So we see like Simpsons folk cleaning up the dome that had, you know, crashed. The mutant squirrel hops on Bart's shoulder and tries to bite him. And then in the scene where he normally goes by Moe's, instead of the normal bunch of people... 
we get President Schwarzenegger, uh, Lisa's love interest, Colin, Agent Cargill, and the large-breasted medicine woman. Yeah. Then Homer, he drives in the reconstructed garage with the silo of the pig shit in tow. Mm-hmm. And then we arrive to the couch gag. It's bare bones of the living room, which Homer's summer love. Spider pig. Also known as ploppers there. Yay, spider pig. Uh, yay. I miss spider pig. Yeah. Can I correct myself from an episode last week, The Great Patsby? I, I said spider ham. better. I said spider ham oh. instead of spider pig. <laughs> spider ham's a real thing. I know, and so is spider pig. Okay. Spider ham from the Marvel Universe, most mm-hmm. recently featured in Into the Spider-Verse, voiced by John Mulaney, who was also a voice yes. on The Simpsons. It's true. And he has a new uh, special on Netflix that I highly recommend. This is the John Mulaney fan club podcast. We really... <laughs> praise him a lot also i think one of our biggest posts on instagram was because john mulaney i hashtag yeah him. uh mulaney has a very strong uh gay following much like us uh, on hope. instagram yeah i hope so i mean i hope everyone's gay for the 138 simpsons podcast mm-hmm. um our episode begins at the springfield mall where burns and smithers are checking off monty's shopping list which includes laudanum cotton gin spats the brooklyn dodgers and a new cell phone the billionaire and his ward stop by crazy t's phone home for a new device and it's funny because there's an announcement that the iphones are on sale for 20 cents which is weird because iphones are far more expensive than 20 cents this was 2007 were they predicting that the iphone was gonna be a flop i think so i think it was like the first gen came out and people were skeptical of them i guess yeah i don't think i got my first iphone until like the iphone 4 maybe or the iphone 3 i think 4 was my first one yeah maybe that was mine too and i still have iphones these days yep i don't i don't care about the debates about Mm -mm. droid versus like what you like and who cares exactly we then learned that Monty swallowed his precious mini phone, confusing it for a lemon drop. And Mr. Aww. Burns comes upon a penny-filled fountain. Well, well, what have we here? <laughs> Why do I need another penny? I have billions. Still, if I don't take it, that hoodlum over there might. Mm, mm, mm. All right, Penny, prepare to be pinched. Come to Papa. <laughs> Help me! Help me! Help me! I guess this is the end. I just wish I'd spent more time at the office. As the fountain spits out the crotchety old man, Homer appears and picks Mr. Burns from the shallow water. Hey, you're not a penny. You saved my life. There must be something I can do for you. A cookie. No, a car. No, a cookie. You're getting a free dinner. (gasps) With me. Me? But that's you. I'll pick you up at five tomorrow. And I'll pick you up right now. Got it. I really liked uh, dinner with me, me, but that's you. It's a great line. I, that is a great line. And I liked in the earlier clip when uh, Burns was looking at Wiggum and the ice cream had already fell from the cone. And yet there's Ralph still licking air. Mm. So it's a fun, fun visual gag there. And I like how everyone wants that penny. Yeah. You're not supposed to take the penny from the fountain. No. Also, last night when I was writing notes, I had a brain fail and i couldn't remember what a fountain was called what <laughs> like i knew it was called a fountain but like the type that you put a penny into i was 
wasn't sure if it's called like a wishing fountain, like a wishing well, or yeah, like I could not like wishing fountain sounded wrong because it's not a thing. It was like, is it a penny fountain? Is it <laughs> the penny fountain? Yeah, <laughs> those used to be so. in the malls. All like, do they still have the penny fountain? I don't think so. I mean, I think the... it's probably all uh, on Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Bit fountain. So Homer begrudgingly prepares for his dinner with Mr. Burns as Bart makes fun of his father for going to a meal with his boyfriend. <laughs> I like that scene too because. <laughs> He's not my boyfriend. Not my boyfriend. Uh, Mr. Burns uh, then inquires about Homer's penchant for pizza pie. So, Simpson, I hear you like pizza pie. I do. My favorite is Chicago deep dish. Chicago, eh? Well, what if I took us there now? Drive to Chicago? I don't have time for that. I have to be back at work on Monday, and my boss is a total jerk. Who said anything about drive? private jet isn't he supposed to say golf stream yeah so it's weird i watched this on disney plus and homer says golf stream on the disney plus i don't I haven't purchased the dvds yet so i'm not sure if it's the same but the source where i have edited for clips into this episode yeah he says private jet it's weird because like he's animated to say golf stream yeah exactly it, when i look at the clip he says golf it's animated it says golf stream but in the clip he's the private jet so sorry i i don't know why uh why that what is. a weird thing uh, but what i like about that clip too is homer calling his boss a jerk in front of his boss <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's been a lot of like dumb moments like idiotic homer lines so far but I'm enjoying them, especially like yeah. drive to Chicago. Yeah, he he's kind of like more innocent Homer instead of jerk ass Homer. Yeah, and it's fun. It is. And uh, oh, let's bring up pizza. So we find out that Homer's favorite is Chicago. Yeah, how do you feel about Chicago pie? It's not pizza. It's a casserole. It really is. I I mean I don't mind it, but you know like you got to eat it with a fork and knife, and pizza should be held. I think. Yeah, I like you know. A round pie, little sauce. <laughs> some pepperoni, maybe? Uh, maybe some pepperoni. No, but seriously, I like a classic New York style, like the big triangle. That's that's my favorite, too. You like? I love a fold-em. Yep, you got to fold-em. Yeah, we're, we're West Coasters, but we prefer our East Coast pizza, Steve. That's right. Tell us what your favorite kind of pie is at 13 Simpsons on Twitter. That's right. So, anyways, back to the episode, Steve. Aboard the private jet, Monty offers his employee some sushi, which, yeah, he wants, but he's on a plane. There's another instance of... Of uh, Homer being an idiot. We then meet the flight attendant, Svetlana, or hey baby, who will do anything for you except sex. And I do mean anything, which causes Homer to be aroused and confused. So, Steve, <laughs> who wants to bring up the Epstein thing, private jet? You or me? Oh, I'll let you fly that plane into the ground. Do you think, do you think Granny uh, told Joe Cohen, uh, hey, I know a little bit about private jets? There was an edited scene where Homer gets his feet massaged, but they're really gross. Yeah, by a 14-year-old. Yeah. He doesn't have sex with her, though. Let's just get that clear. No, it's... It's just Shoshana being like... <laughs> All right, well, uh, the boys enjoy their snacks and drinks and a bloody airline-themed episode of Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah, I didn't want to make notes about Itchy and Scratchy because it's just really violent and hard to do, but it was good. Uh, but is, as if that wasn't enough, Mr. Burns has another trick up his sleeve, Nicole Richie's dad. Now, why don't you listen to the musical standings of Mr. Lionel Richie? Oh, my God. Lionel Richie! Can you sing Say You Say Me but make it about beer? Sure, I guess. Hey you, beer me, beer me for always, that's the way it should be. Hey you, beer me, beer us together, naturally. Now, make every word beer. Beer, 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 beer. beer. 
Beer, 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 beer. Uh, wait, I forgot the words. Ah. I uh, like that scene a lot. I love Homer, like the loving look in which he, when he sings along. I, I, don't, I just think it's really cute. And uh, I get beer, 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 stuck in my head more often than I should. Yeah, I totally don't remember that that was from this episode because it's weird. Yeah, it's weird, like quoting The Simpsons after season 10. Yeah. I mean, really, maybe like after season like 13, but still those quotes. And there's even a visual gag coming up that's a currently a, that's a, a popular meme which we'll get to. Oh. I think it's a pop. I don't know if it's a pop or me. I just seen it as a meme. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I also like uh, Lionel Richie's appearance on this episode. He's very, he has fun doing it. I think. Yeah. You can hear the fun in his voice. Yeah, very, very fun. So as the uh, private jet lands, Homer is reluctant to exit the aircraft. So the extractor is required. The crane picks up Homer and drops him into Burns's limo where they can enjoy the Miami of Canada, Chicago. They see the sights, including Ditka's, Wrigley Field, home of the Cubs. Uh, wherever the White Sox play. <laughs> the first bank of Oprah. Ferris Bueller's Day of Beauty, where they get Ferris and Cameron makeovers. And the historic Second City Theater, where you can see great comedians before they get fat. Improv. Okay, folks, for our first improv, we're going to need an occupation. Billionaire. Ho-ho, nice job. Where do I apply? <laughs> <laughs> now I need a location. I came to relax. You think of it. I heard a Starbucks in Siberia. Killer premise. Finally, an emotion. Drunk. Okay, drunk. And now we take you to a drunken billionaire at a Starbucks in Siberia. Uh, Excuse me. I I need a coffee. Can you change a billion dollar bill? Our coffee costs a billion dollars. This is Starbucks <laughs> in Siberia. <laughs> Why are you applauding them? We wrote it. There's a lot to digest in that clip. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Especially the, the last part with Homer saying, uh, why are you applauding for them? We wrote it. I feel like that's uh, mm-hmm. us saying, laugh at <laughs> us, even though the Simpsons wrote the jokes. <laughs> that's true. I want to put on my uh, improv nerd glasses and take off my Simpsons nerd glasses. A uh, couple things. The player on stage says, let's do an improv. They wouldn't say that. (laughs) They would say, let's do a scene. Also, there are people in the crowd who are laughing. That's not an improv (laughs) show. Uh, I like the guy who looks like every improv guy. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And, you know, he's wearing the Cubs hat, too. Love that little visual detail. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the the obvious Starbucks joke, you know, and that's also I've seen improv too, Steve. I don't know if maybe maybe you were involved, but uh, I gotta say, every time I saw you, you were the only one that actually made me laugh. Well, thank you. That means a lot to me. I mean, I was laughing with, not at, just to get that clear. Of course. Uh, I mean, some <laughs> other people were funny too, but I always thought you were the you were the best one. Oh shucks! Thank you. Yeah. Thank you a lot. Uh, yeah, improv's a weird thing, and it can be hard to do, and even harder to watch. <laughs> yeah. Thank God there was alcohol involved for everyone. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Burns and Homer then leave on their jet, being applauded for praising the Windy City. They were so happy that they thought they were in New York, <laughs> and Homer is really happy. Yeah, it's interesting that everyone was so happy. That Mr. Burns was there. <laughs> like, when they're getting, leaving on the plane, they're like, yay! It was kind of an odd scene, but uh, I don't think he needs explanation, right? It's a joke. No, it's yeah. fine. So the extractor drops off Homer at his home as he explains the difference between commercial airlines and private, and sadness has befallen him. 
Homer, you smell like Chicago. Did you fly there on a commercial airline? No way. Commercial is for losers and terrorists. I flew on a private plane. Wow. Is it much different from a normal plane? Please, tell me you're joking. It's the difference between champagne and carbonated pee. Oh. Homie, what's wrong? I had it all for one night. Now, for the rest of my life, I'll know what I'm missing. And all I have to remember it by is that my ears haven't popped. Well, I'll make sure that I never yawn again! Hey, Homer! Go! <sighs> oh! It's kind of an idiot joke when he said uh, commercial planes are for uh, terrorists. <laughs> like, Ugh. Might be seeing more of that in the future. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the joke Marge saying, Homer, you smell like Chicago. Which, <laughs> I think, I haven't been to Chicago, but I imagine Chicago has a smell. Yeah, I imagine it smells like sausage, beer, in the best way possible, by the way. I'm not, like, disparaging the Windy City. No, I'm a fan of the second city. Yeah. It's my favorite baseball team, the Chicago Cubs. And the White Sox are a good team, too. Shut up. Okay. Let's just get on with the second act, Steve. Our second act begins with Homer carelessly driving home, leaving his car to run into the garage and through the house. Homer is a sad sack, but Marge has a plan. And a guest star. Hi, Dad. Hi. Hi, like a private plane. The kind I'll never be invited to ride on again. That's where you're wrong, Homer. Ah, a fresh face! This is Colby Krause. I hired him to help you improve your life. He'll get you back on a private plane in no time. No way. I don't need any shrink, therapist, counselor, motivational speaker, or guru. I'm a life coach. Oh, tell me more. The first step in self-improvement is to take a thorough look at your life. If you're gonna film me, I insist on a body double. Is Uncle Fester still alive? Camera's not on yet, right? No. So that is Colby Krause, played by Stephen Colbert. It looks like Stephen Colbert. It sounds like Stephen Colbert. But brother, it ain't Stephen Colbert. The character, I mean. <laughs> Colby Krause. Yeah. They animated Stephen Colbert. It just looks like Stephen Colbert. So, I mean, a lot of times when they have a guest star that's doing a voice, the character doesn't look like said actor. Right. So you think, yeah, I don't. I just don't understand. Like, okay, we got Stephen Colbert for this. All right, uh, just animate Stephen Colbert, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think at this time he was really happening and hot, probably like with the Colbert rapport. Yeah. And he's also. Actually, he went to Second City. True, he was from Second City. And the, the character in the improv almost probably... That's probably what he looked like when he was doing improv. You're totally right, yeah. <laughs> also kind of looked like John Mulaney. Who was also spent some time in Chicago. There you go. Oh, back to the beginning, too, when Homer was depressed. And it was, you know, kind of the intro. The Simpsons were the, driving the car through the garage. And he yeah. just gets out in the car just drives through the house. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that visual gag was... Loved that one. Yeah, I just like that it kept on. Yeah, I, that was an actual laugh out loud moment for me. You LOL. I sure did. So anyways, then, uh, Colby inspires Homer to not be a loser. And as he puts his socks with the power of positive thinking, he falls down the stairs, slams into the wall. And Mr. Krause offers the NDCs of concentration. Never don't concentrate, which <laughs> I think is a motto we should all live by, right? Very true, yes. Bart then kicks Homer in the butt, and his humiliation grows. Aw. At the uh, nuclear power plant, Homer is attempting to post a, f a flyer for a lost sandwich. Description, delicious. But is holding the staple gun backwards, resulting in staples flying in his face. Colby offers the sage advice, 
stop doing that. <laughs> that's just a great I visual just, scene, yeah. Yeah, I just love the staple gun. I just, whoever thought of that, that's uh, just a fun visual gag. Oh, well, it's probably Jill Cullen. Yeah, thanks, Joel. And uh, the lock sandwich <laughs> description, delicious. Like, I guess if you do find it, and if it's delicious, that's the sandwich. If it's not good, like a Subway sandwich. Yeah. Subway's a worst. They're awful. Also, I, this might be somebody else's line, but it's weird, really weird, that they took a sub sandwich, like a submarine sandwich, mm-hmm. and named it Subway, because a Subway is not what I want to think of when I think of food. <laughs> subway reminds me of pee and, like, homeless people masturbating. You know who it probably was? Who's the that? only comedian we ever bring up, Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> it's probably it's Jim probably, Gaffigan, it's yeah. It's probably a Jim Gaffigan. I mean, it's about food, so. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just credit Jim Gaffigan like we always do. Thanks, Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> so then later at the Bolorama, the life coach continues his course. As I said, I've lost all hope. Homer, here in the bowling alley, you're a totally different man. Relaxed, confident. Is this going somewhere? What we have to do is figure a way to make bowling alley Homer into everyday Homer. I have an aunt who became an uncle. Is it like that? I want you to wear those bowling shoes out the door and everywhere you go. It's crazy, but it just might work. Dr. Frederick J. Waxman, you're a genius! That's not my name. I wasn't talking to you. In his bowling shoes, Homer has a newfound confidence and is able to staple posters, fuck his wife, and maybe even find a new job. Homer, your shoe attitude is bowling people over. These are letters from companies interested in interviewing you. How many of those have private planes? This one. Hmm. Handyman's choice copper tubing. They need a safety inspector to fly between their North American plants. I'm getting that job. Bart, I'll need some clean urine. Stat. A couple things I like in that clip. Just the animation mm-hmm. of Stephen Colbert when he has like all those envelopes and Homer asks one to the private jet and he just hands the, the only <laughs> one and then just throws the other envelopes off screen. I don't know. I just thought that was mm-hmm. kind of a fun visual gag. To ensure that Homer maintains his confidence, Colby has him quit his current jobs. So we get returning visual gag of Burns, his swallowed phone, and Smithers shoving a large shaft down Monty's throat. I guess he just Burns said put it to voicemail, right? Yeah. So did Burns ever actually hear the Homer quitting his job? Well, spoiler alert from the rest <laughs> of the episode, but I assume that he returns to the power plant. Well, so yeah, I'm gonna say that he probably never checked his voicemail. Okay. Thanks for the spoiler yeah. alert, Steve. Sure. Um, at the handyman's choice, uh, Homer's interview is off to a start. You here for the safety inspector job? Well, I can see the position of handsomest CEO is already taken. I like you already. If you can write your name so I can read it, you're in. Hmm. Hmm. I got the job! Yay, Dad! We knew you could do it! I brought up earlier about the meme of the at least you tried cake. I, I swear I see that as, as a meme. Haven't you seen that? I guess I have. I guess that's maybe why I liked it so much. Because I did like it. And that was going to be like one of my pitches for a shirt. But well, spoiler I, alert. Thanks for the spoiler alert. I didn't realize that it was a, a meme. But yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen that as a meme. Because I remember the cake. Like at least you tried cake. Yeah. Which is a great cake to make. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the very cheesy line that Homer says of like, oh, handsomest CEO is taken. I love that. Yeah. If you ever have a job interview, I guess. Uh, don't forget to use that line, right? That's right. It'll give a nice chuckle. Or, you know, offend the person. <laughs> you offend the person. <laughs> Especially if it's like female, right? Like, well, that's already sexual yeah. harassment and we're not hiring you. And I'm more than handsome. I'm classically <laughs> sexy, but not handsome. Don't ever call a woman handsome, right? Yeah, no, that uh, <laughs> seems bad. Uh, the Simpson family rally around their father, beaming with pride 
as he's about to start the first day on his new job. Homer says he's leaving early to make good with the lunch truck guy. Always important. And Marge hopes to make you see as they have a wife too, right? So they can yeah. hang out. And he pulls out of the driveway <laughs> with his loving family waving him on. My Steve, I'm excited for Homer and his uh, new job. I know. This is a exciting chapter for our is, hero, Homer. Do the credits just end right now and we'll see what happens next week? Yeah. And then like the opening credits next week will be him at Handyman's Copper Tubing. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. Well, but what? his smile huh? quickly turns upside down. He, he turns that unfrown upside down? Yes, to a refrown, <laughs> or a frown just. A frown, if you will. And he drives past Handyman's Choice Copper Tubing and into the Krusty Burger. Can I help you? Uh, yeah. I have no job and nowhere to go. What do I have to buy so I can sit here all day? Well, with a coffee, you can stay to lunch. Then you have to order a solid. One small coffee, please. And a dozen of those placemats with the maze on it. They're all the same maze. Somebody's got to do them. So I like that scene with Homer just uh, doing all the mazes. <laughs> like, somebody's got to do it. No. Uh, no, nobody has to do them. Uh... At this point, the episode takes, like, a sad turn. And I don't know why, but it really affects me. And it makes me very hmm. sad. Not to say that I don't like it, but I'm just saying that I can feel the sadness and, like, I don't know, it just feels very real. You also have so many times Homer, you know, gets a new job and fucks it up, that sort of thing. But this one, like, he didn't get the job, so he's failure to the family. He just doesn't know what to do. Yeah, I think that's why it, like, affects me so much is, like, they built up his confidence. And then once he had the confidence, he didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, they just took it away. They took it away, Steve. They took it away. Yeah, so Homer sadly completes identical placemats after placemat maze, wistfully looking out the window to see a plane fly off on the horizon. Because, you know, he still wants to be on that plane. And that's the end mm -hmm. of the second act. So our third act begins with a depressed Homer sleepily dumping a soda from Krusty Burger into the bushes, then putting it on his sports coat, tie, and an upside-down frown to face his family. So, how was your first day at your new job? Oh, it was great. Flew to Tulsa on the company jet, did my job in a way consistent with what I already told you, because that's what you do when you have a job. I'm so proud of you, Dad. Stop peppering me with questions. <laughs> it's a sad but funny clip. Yeah, I, I, I like uh, in a way that I previously mentioned. Yeah, it was uh, just another scene that, yeah, very sad but very funny. Yes. So uh, back at the Krusty Burger, we find that because of Otto's indiscretions regarding uh, riding a large tortoise naked, the fountain told him to do it, right? The elementary yeah. school has uh, taken a detour. Nelson makes a discovery of a freaky fry, which if you touch it, you die of suicide. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> um, also, is that a thing? Freaky fry? <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's just... Two fries fused I know, together, when I, I see think. that, I'm like, yum, double fry. <laughs> yeah, double and fry. And if you eat it, you get superpowers. Yeah, you don't die of suicide. Uh, or do I? <laughs> Maybe that's your superpower. <laughs> Isn't that everyone who's alive right now a superpower? We're not dead from suicide. Yeah, so good on everybody who, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to <laughs> commit suicide after watching the great Fatsby. Yeah, uh, it's true. We'll never let that down. Um, yeah, so Bart avoiding the deadly tuber makes a discovery of his own. I know it's you, Homer. Why aren't you at your new job? Well, explanation-wise, the fact is that I lied. I didn't get the job. You see, when I got there... So she said, that's not my inbox. And he said, that's not the Johnson report. 
You sure know how to repeat the joke I just told you. <laughs> but as a formality, I must ask, do you know anything about copper tubing? Um, well, uh... Come on, say you're hired. No. Say it. Leave your resume with Cheryl. Say it. Security! Security! Stop saying security! Come on! No, no, give me the job! I like you're your hat! Come on! Cheryl! I couldn't bear to tell your mother, so I hang out here all day. <laughs> kind of a long clip, a lot but of, uh, yeah. a lot, a uh, lot Through the beginning, I loved the visual gag of Bart just poking Homer's eyes. <laughs> and how it takes like three for him to be like, <laughs> yeah. ow! Gross but funny. I do like the little device they used with, in the second act, Homer... It looks like Homer gets the job, but we don't know why he didn't get the job. And then we get the backstory. I love that yeah. little uh, putting in there because it could easily put it in the actual interview. But I think it works better because of the way it starts with Homer. Like, And then the Johnson Report thing, you're like, okay, so I don't know what he's talking about, but I love it. So the text yeah. is like, okay, here's a joke. Now tell it back. Yeah. And also, I can't wait to have to explain something just so I can say. Well, explanation-wise. <laughs> oh, that's a great line from Homer. Okay. But great scene all in all. Um, so Bart uh, informs his father, Homer, that he needs to tell Marge, his wife, the truth. But she has been buying brand name products like Campbell's Soup and Pepsodent Toothpaste Tea. Pepsodent. <laughs> not oh, Marge's no. choice or day-old delights. And Marge oh, no. is uh, brushing Maggie's teeth with the aforementioned Pepsodent. She receives a call from Homer. Hello? Honey, there's something I have to tell you. It's bad news, isn't it? I should never get my hopes up. Nothing ever works out for us. No, it's, uh, good news. Really? We're manufacturing a new pipe diameter, 5 eighths inch. The company wants you and me to take the private plane to New York for the premiere. So meet me at Shelbyville Airport in an hour. If I'm going to tell that woman the truth, I'm going to do it in the one place no one can ever be sad. There's a lot of fun visual stuff in this. But when Marge is crying, yeah. again, I felt sad for her. But the tear, like, sucks really back up into your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so sad, too, when she's like, oh, it's bad news, isn't it? Nothing ever works out for us. Like, it's which like, is, oh, which is the truth, me. by the way. I know, but for her to put it out there and be like, oh, our family's in shambles. Also, yeah, you sorry, but also yeah. Homer... <laughs> quickly come up with a lie about like a new copper tubing why did he do that in the interview like he he knew something yeah. about diameters at least yeah five baits seems like a right. lovely size yeah let's keep telling yourself that steve <laughs> anyways uh another fun scene so homer goes to the uh airfield and pays off a private jet pilot claiming to have served in the armed forces well anything for a fellow marine yeah semper fudge uh did you just say semper fudge no i said the right thing that's one of my favorite <laughs> lines. That's so good. Uh, That's another one that I didn't realize was from this episode. But it's just great to use in the future. Like, if you're talking to someone and you say the wrong thing, and they're like, did you say this? You'd be like, no, I said the right thing. I gotta remember that. Because it's, like, great <laughs> I advice. Like, also, I never see Semper Fi without thinking yeah. Semper Fudge. <laughs> Anyways, well, Marge is very impressed by the private Jets business center as Homer attempts to tell the truth to his wife. Uh, just then, oh. turbulence hits. It turns out the pilot had not... Not flying that day, so he was. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. It's not very professional of us, but the fact that one of my favorite things—he's <laughs> on heroin. <laughs> I'm not laughing at. I'm 
it's not la- fun to laugh at drug addiction, but uh, no, but I uh, did not know it'd be fine today, so I did a bunch of heroin. <laughs> Very funny. Drug addiction is not funny. Uh, Homer funny. and uh, you know Chris Farley is funny and there he likes drugs. Uh, Homer uh, heroically throws the pilot aside and takes his seat, knowing that he once drove a car off a cliff. He feels that he can handle this. As Homer wonders what the ocean is doing in the sky, Marge grabs the controls and pulls up. She knows what to do. Anyone who can help us now? Hello, and welcome to success. It's Marge Simpson. I need you to coach like you've never coached before. Marge, please. I'm with a client. Now you listen here, bub. We paid you all the savings we had in the world. You can at least tell my husband something encouraging. All right, Homer, what is it you're attempting to do? Win over a difficult client? I'm trying to land a plane with no experience. Homer, I gotta tell you, I'm not very good. I went to the Harvard of the South. Duke? That's good. Not Duke. Vanderbilt? A little further south. Don't make me say it. Vanderbilt University is known as the Harvard of the South, but even souther, <laughs> people in Atlanta call Emory the Harvard of the South, too. So Atlanta thinks that Emory. So I wonder if that's what Colbert was like, don't make me say Emory. Possibly, yeah. Tell us what you think the Harvard <laughs> of the South is. I want three Simpsons. Another visual fun gag, his apartment or home, really disgusting, too. Yeah, he's got that wood paneling and he's yeah. in his underpants eating a TV Yeah, dinner. the TV dinner didn't look, didn't look great. As the life coach allows his TV dinner to get cold as he consults Homer, the plane is headed straight for the Duff blimp. Homer narrowly escapes the dirigible, and as Duffman plans his FAA report, Colby continues his motivational speech to Homer. I don't know anything about planes, but I know about you. You have what made America great. No understanding of the limits of your power and a complete lack of concern for what anyone thinks of you. So you'll land that plane. And do you know why? Because I heard some guy say you couldn't. What? I'll show him. I'll show that guy. I feel like President Trump heard this <laughs> to make, to make yeah. America great. That's uh, what he wants to do and uh, acquitting <laughs> Trump as to Homer where uh, it'd be like Colbert just like taunting Trump like some guy told you you couldn't do it and Donald Trump would reply <laughs> he's like it's true it's uh, not a political podcast but but yeah I mean this uh, dumb guy with yellow skin being told like you can't do this well I'll show you even though I don't know what I'm talking about uh, too relatable Steve too relatable to bowl. They both also have sexy yeah. wives, although I gotta say, Homer's is a lot oh, sexier yeah. to me. Also, the um, <laughs> Duff man, I like that he was actually flying the blimp too. I don't know. Again, Homer with that great line too, you know, I'll show that guy. Another funny Homer thing. So, Homer steals his gaze as Marge nervously bites her beehive, which is another kind of funny visual gag, but engrossed too. Yeah. They head for the runway. Homer lands with ease, but as he attempts to taxi to the terminal, the plane just drops off the cliff. Uh, so, after being rescued by a helicopter, Homer explains the lesson that he's learned. March flying in private jets is great and all, but it's just too dangerous. That's why I've decided to go to the plant and beg Mr. Burns for my old job back. I understand, homie. And at least we can take the extra income you've earned in the last few months and set it aside for a rainy day. You'd think so, but no. Well, that's the episode, Steve. I yeah. enjoy uh, Homer just, ah, just sit the reset button and go back to the plant, which is what you do. Also, um, so Lionel Richie was on the plane with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just—he's on retainer. He's just like. Oh wait, wait, wait! I think he was actually dancing on was the ceiling. Was he doing heroin with the pilot? <laughs> oh, 
Maybe. I'm assuming Lionel Richie might have had drug problems. I mean, possibly. He's a, rock, he's a rock star or pop star. Pop star. Um, all right. Well, there's some fun things to discuss. I think we should take a break and come back and discuss. Yeah. Let's discuss okay. away. We'll be right back. Mr. Richie, your American Music Awards are weighing us down. Let them go. You let yours go. I don't have any. That's right. You don't. <laughs> And we're back. Craig, let's uh, finish up our discussion of He Loves to Fly and He Does, with some maybe favorite lines, our t-shirt tattoo, some reviews. Let's do some fun things. Let's do shirts. Shirts or tattoos. All righty. What did you visually get from this episode? Ooh, uh, well, I talked about the At Least You Tried Cake. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a fine shirt. But I really like the idea of the Marge biting her hair shirt. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be like a weird pull, but uh, yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool. I thought a fun shirt tattoo idea would be Burns and Homer's Ferris and Cameron. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Ferris Beer's Day Off. I uh, also liked the Krusty Maze placemat, because like, that would be a very easy oh, shirt to, to do. Yeah. And again, yeah, the cake would be a great shirt. Also a great enamel pen, I think. Oh, yeah, tattoo. that would be really good. So yeah, I would mm-hmm. go with... I think I would actually wear a Krusty Maze, Krusty Burger Maze shirt. Yeah, and I would definitely wear a pin that of the cake. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So the cake and the pin, oh, it's all great. Uh, how about some quotes, Steve? Oh, man, there's a lot. Just the explanation-wise, just so many good Homer lines. You, uh, yeah, we discussed that in the podcast that some of the best quotes, which, should we just spoil our MVJ? Yeah, Homer has the best, I think it's hands yeah, down, Homer has yeah. the best jokes in this episode. For quotes... I could tell you my favorite right now. I don't know. Just, it's it's Semper yeah. Fudge. That's just... just... Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, Dr. Frederick J. Waxman, you're a genius. That's, that's not my name. That's really that's good. That's up there, too. I also love... Uh, would you like some sushi? Like, well, yeah, but we're in a plane. Idiot. <laughs> Homer brought his game to this episode. I feel like... Homer was uh, emo- emoticon <laughs> 100 exclamation Right. Point. Dan Castaneda, who also was from Second City. Yes, that's, that's true. That's where he met his wife, who also writes on the show. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he br- really brought... Is as the Canadians would say, a game. And we're talking about the Can uh, the Miami of Canada. Well, and Joe Cohen from Canada, who wrote this episode. It's a snake eating its tail. Right. Perfect circle. <laughs> like the band. A yes. Perfect circle. Tool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, that's um, my quotes. Love him. Yeah, and uh, also just the beer song oh, is also yeah. great. Too many great things in this episode. Um, how about some uh, external reviews? Yeah, I have one from the International Movie Database. Homer loves to fly on an airplane. So this is from uh, the second of October, two thousand seven. Warning, spoilers. But we talked about the episode for an hour, so we're fine. Uh, this episode is hilarious. H-I-L-A-R-I-U-S. Now, uh, before you continue, this could be not the person's, good point, not the yeah. person's English man. That would be their first language. True that. And we're not making fun of anybody with a language barrier. So, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, it's a new episode for season 19. Spider-Pig is now on the theme song of the first episode. Homer gets on an airplane and loves it, then watches a show of Ikchishi and Scratchichi, a show where there's a lot of blue mice and there's no cat but only one. <laughs> Just then... They landed a machine, came, and picked up Homer for going to see Chicago. There is Frank Sinatra's song in this episode. Homer Simpson watches a show that says something we do not sell, any drunk stuff, in this Starbucks coffee. Just then, Homer Simpson's gets the job. So he went to Krusty's Burgers. So he orders a drink only and had masses. He was quick with these masses. 
<laughs> this episode is hilarious. You will like this music and the episode. Thanks, Sam Crack. <laughs> that was uh, the username. So maybe yep. he's on crack. <laughs> Could be. But, you know, he is right. He only orders a drink and had masses. He was quick with those masses. Don't even know what he's going for there. I got a couple over here on TV.com. And uh, there's a lot of negative reviews of this episode. Huh. Um, let's go for the ones that don't use punctuation. How about this one from Hylene Prince? Uh, not that funny, and the plot bores me. A 5.4 out of 10. Not that funny, the plot huh. bores me. I mean, seriously, I didn't get the exact concept. It's scribble, blah, blah, etc. The humor was a mild on moistness and was more dry. And all I can say <laughs> is that it's a not good episode. I'd, moved out the apostrophe, put it as my second least favorite. Itchy and Scratchy and Poochy Show would be my worst. I just absolutely Whoa. hate that episode. I have a headache hearing that weird dude's voice and stuff. Sorry about <laughs> saying stuff about Itchy and Scratchy and Poochy Show thing because <laughs> I barely cared for that episode. So cruddy episode. Dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Wow. By the way, the, punct- the dot, dot, dots was the only punctuation he used in this <laughs> uh, review. How do you hate Itchy and Poochy and Scratchy? That's a great episode, by the yeah. way. Steve had a positive funny review. I had a negative funny review. Now is the time for our negative or funny review, Steve. Well, I can't guarantee you it'll be negative or funny, but it will be honest. (laughs) Just like our 16th president. Steve, I'll let you begin. So it's always kind of dicey when you have a guest star. Stars. Um, That's true. Two very big stars. At the time, like I said, Stephen Colbert was like at the, I mean, I know that he's host of The Late Show now, but he was kind of at the highest popularity. He had his own show on Comedy Central, Colbert Report. He had his book out, America's Can, So Can You, or whatever it's called. And I feel like they used him really well. They made him as Colbert as they could, but still made him a character. And this episode is kind of sad for me. The way that he let down his family, there's like a lot of sadness, but it's really funny. There's just so many jokes. Homer is at his Homer peak and, you know, for a season 19 episode, this is really good. I have no complaints. Are Jets 737s? Sure. Okay. I'm going to give it a 700 out of 737. It's a really solid episode for me. I, I said before with Stephen Colbert, I thought he did great. I just wish they animated a different looking person instead of Stephen Colbert. That's fair. Because Stephen Colbert is going to be on the show with Stephen Colbert, they already have the animatic. <laughs> it's right there. The Lionel Richie, I said, too, was just fun. And you're coming Yeah, he off- did a great job. You're coming off of the end of the summer with the Simpsons movie, which was an epic film. I was looking forward to what was going to be season 19. How was it going to be in the year 2007? And I remember this episode. I probably was okay with it. You know, laugh. But, you know, coming off the Simpsons movie wasn't as great, obviously, as the movie. And I've seen this episode a couple of times because I remember all these little things like the beer me, beer you. And uh, I did enjoy it. I And I thought that opening, that opening, I always think of like, which is the episode where, you know, I was, which season is it that they come back from the movie? Because I loved that, like, here's the cleanup of the movie. Homer has so many fun lines in it. The story, I thought the plot, I thought each solid act, act ones, two and three were all solid. And then, you know, it's like every Simpsons episode ends abruptly. It's like, okay, well, I'll get my job back. Yeah, that's just the Simpsons trope. But this is, yeah. this is a thing. So, I'll rate it out of Homer's bowling average, which is 217. If I did my average, it would sound bad. My average bowling score would probably be like three because yeah. I 
suck at bowling. Even if I had bumpers in there, I'd still get a really bad bowling <laughs> score. But uh, out of 217, I'll give it a solid 200. That's a pretty Perfect. good score, yeah. right? Yeah. That's a solid 92%. See, that's an A. Yeah. And I think I give it an A, too. Yeah, that would be an A. Uh, 94%, 95%. Right. Yeah. There you go. I also think it helps watching The Great Fatsby, which... To be honest, Steve, that was those last two episodes we've watched, and it had been like almost a month since I've watched The Simpsons. So mm-hmm. getting that flavor out of my mouth of The Great Hatsby and then watching, <laughs> ah, I would watch this again. Highly recommend it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Steve, we liked an episode. Yes. That's a big surprise. We liked an episode, yeah. How about, uh, we haven't done some fun things in a while. Let's, let's do some trivia. I got a stack of trivia cards here. All righty. We can play Jeopardy rules, or we'll start with normal rules here. How about that? Yeah. Because I got a question here, Steve. We recorded an episode a few episodes back. Uh, we did Children of the Lesser Clod, right? Yes. So I got a trivia question from that episode. Let's see if you remember. Okay. So in said episode, Children of the Lesser Clod, hey, I hear typing. You can't cheat. <laughs> no cheating. While playing basketball, Homer asked himself if he was a what? You have three choices here. Okay. A communist, a Nancy boy, or a team player. I remember the scene. A lot of basketball stuff in that scene. It was a bit excessive. You would think that since, you know, I made notes on it and reviewed it, there should be no problem. Is it team player? You are correct. It is team player. Ooh. So whoever wrote this uh, trivia card is Nancy boy. That's, uh, that's a little problematic yeah. these days, right? That's true. All right. How about this one, Steve? We're going way back to uh, mm. episodes that we're not allowed to watch. So in the way we was... When they were in high school, which room did Homer and Marge go to for detention? You, you don't get any options, by the way. It's something like something room B. Like, ah. Well, you got part of it right. You said room. Uh, I, I, I don't think I would have got this either. It's old building room 106. Okay. I remember that there was like a, something about the building. Like it was like an old room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's a miss. How about in King of the Hill, Homer told Marge that if she toned up a little bit, she'd get a lot more what? Catcalls? Uh, action, Steve. Action. Okay. That sounds like what yeah. Homer would do. Okay, how about how about in an episode that we have yet to review? In fact, Steve, it's the earliest we can ever review Ooh. in Beyond Blunderdome from Season 11, Episode 1. What was the name of the electric car Homer test drove? Oh, God. It was not the old God. That's a great scene, too. Electric cars, I guess they've been around a while, but I feel like the ones that we know today were not around back then. Mm-hmm. I, I could give you a so, hint. Okay. Um, it, it contains a word that is a famous Ford. Is it Mustang Sally? <laughs> it is not. Okay, how about this? Okay, I'll give you a hint, Steve. It is a an astrological sign. Or, oh, is it a Taurus? Eh? Electric Taurus. Electorus, you got it. Electorus. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do another random one here. Oh, let's do Jeopardy rules on this one, Steve. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I caramba. I caramba. What is Bart's classic catchphrase? I'm sorry, we were looking for in last tap dance in Springfield. Where did Homer go to get eye surgery? (laughs) I was gonna make a dumb joke too. (laughs) Damn it. Uh, I forgot how much I like doing the Jeopardy rules. Yeah, I was going to do like a Karnak. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, all right. How about uh, um, let's go with another Jeopardy rule here. How about Bikini Zone? Bikini Zone. What is the store where Homer buys his thongs? I'm sorry, Steve. We were looking for in Deep Space Homer when preparing for what for the astronaut competition. Homer shaved his what? Um, let's do let's do two more and then. Uh, 
find out what we're watching next week. How about that? Not a two more. Okay. Would you like uh, Jeopardy style or normal style? Let's do Jeopardy style. I like that. All right. This one might, might be easy for you. How about this? Because uh, this is from an episode we reviewed. One, two, three, fake street. What is the street that Wiggum is uh, going to check out for fake fireworks in the episode, the, the, the trio of horror episode? Not Treehouse of Horror, but the three episode. I know the episode. Yeah. I mean, you're pretty yeah. much right. In Trilogy of Air, when Wiggum accused Marge of, of trying to kill Homer, she told Chief her address was what? Yeah. Ah, close enough, right? Um, all right. One more question, Steve. How about uh, Jeopardy style? We'll do this. The Old Spice Song. The Old Spice Song. The Old Spice Song. The Old Spice Song. What is the song that Homer and Lisa whistle as they're leaving the museum in that episode where Homer is trying to save Lisa? Because she goes on her own. She goes on the bus. Gets on the wrong bus. Steve, yeah. I'll just stop you there. This is a great way to end this segment because you're 100% correct. Uh, the episode title, of course, is Lost Our Lisa. Mm-hmm. All right, that was a great way to bang out this week's episode. Let's find out what we're watching next week, Steve. How about that? All righty, let's bring out that wheel o random. All right, let's spin the season wheel. Season 13. Season 13. Now let's spin for the episode. Episode 16. Ooh, 13, 16. It is weekend at Burnsy's. Homer Ooh. uses medical marijuana to relieve pain from eye injuries he suffered when he was attacked by crows. I oh. remember this episode. <laughs> I am thinking of jokes in my head now. And yes, this is a classic episode. Also, we're talking about how things all kind of connect. At the first of the year, Illinois uh, legalized recreational marijuana. And Illinois is a state that contains Chicago. Hmm. Uh, very fun. Um, I think this episode, having watched it many times, I think I think it's safe to say this is probably next week's going to be a fun episode. So I hope you guys stick around to listen to that. Yeah, it should be a good one. All right. Well, you guys can contact us on social medias at 138Simpsons on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can always email us at 138Simpsons at gmail.com. We got a couple things in our merch store on TeePublic. So tpublic.com slash user slash annoyed grunt boys. That's, I think, all we got at the moment. Right. Um, please uh, tell a friend, rate and review, and uh, if you want something from us, let us know. We might give it to you. All right. Like, content-wise, we're not going like, <laughs> to buy you a car. No, definitely not. All right. Well, for this week, I've been half an annoyed grunt boy, Craig. And I've been half an annoyed grunt boy, Steve. And remember, keep watching the skis. Smell you later. Temper fudge.